name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Please join me in welcoming our guest speaker today. That's Dr. Cheryl Bill. Good morning. And thank you so much, Mark, for that kind introduction. It is a lot after a career of 25 plus years, but you really did hit the highlights well, and I appreciate you doing that. I also want to thank AGC Talks for this invitation to be able to share uh, today just a few thoughts about uh, things that I believe are important, and I'll talk about those later. First of all, um, as background, as was mentioned, it was about two months ago that I stood center stage as one of 50 2021 women in business honorees. I was incredibly humbled to have been selected by the MSP Business Journal. With award in hand and standing at the microphone, each woman was asked to respond to a question that the MC would ask. Here was my question. Tell us one thing that no one knows about you. That actually made me chuckle in my mind because I'm here in the state of Minnesota when I'm originally from Texas. My husband and I moved to Minnesota only six years ago. And when we moved here, we had no relatives and we could count on our hands the number of people that we actually knew in the entire state of Minnesota. So I felt that no one in the audience of approximately 500 plus people would know much about me anyway. So I thought about things like, okay, I was born and raised in Texas. That's something no one knows. I'm the daughter of Gerald and Harleen Beal, two public school teachers. My mother became a school principal and my father a high school coach and won two state championships in football. Both saw education as the key to liberation and were active in the community for social change. I also had a love for science at a very young age. I loved Mrs. Cooper, my high school biology teacher, who knew that I kept hidden my love of science, yet she still encouraged me to explore science. That's in high school. 
I was also elected as a senior cheerleader at O.D. Wyatt High School after a student boycott. Imagine that. From there and leaving Fort Worth, I then went on to Texas A&M University, as was mentioned earlier by Mark. This was to pursue a biomedical science degree and plans to go to veterinary medicine school. I had firsthand exposure at the best university in the state of Texas where the majority of students and faculty on campus did not look like me. They did not think like me. They did not talk like me. And some, admittedly, did not welcome me because I was a woman and because I was Black. Yet it was the best experience of my life. So my thoughts were that whatever I shared, that 99% of the people in the audience would know. And it came to me, I will tell them about one of my most memorable experiences at Texas A&M University that profoundly shaped my life, career, and point of view. So here was the breakthrough idea. I would tell them about me and Delilah in just one minute. You see, Delilah was an adult female lion housed at Texas A&M College of Veterinary Medicine. So as an undergraduate student at Texas A&M, I needed a part-time job. I applied and was hired to be an animal caretaker for research animals. And this included Delilah, the lion. I was assigned to keep her living area clean, help feed her and anything else that was required. Yes, from the shelter of family, faith, and community in Fort Worth, Texas, here I was in College Station, Texas, ended up in the lion's cage. Yes, today, as a corporate executive, I was once in the lion's cage. So I shared three quick, quick, quick lessons uh, with those at the Women in Business event. The audience was hanging on at the edge of their seat. They were smiling and listening attentively. You know, but I really reflected on what I said afterwards. And I became so much more aware that my experience with Delilah was so meaningful. Being her animal caretaker shaped me in my choices in career, attitude towards assignments, roles, initiatives that would help me succeed and learn to lead later in my life, although I didn't recognize it at the time. So for the next few minutes, I just want to share some of those three lessons with you. Challenge, courage, and confidence. Lessons in the lion's cage. So when I stepped into the cage for the first time, I heard Delilah with this loud roar. Now for lions, the roar is a warning that you have entered into their territory and you need to beware. A lion's roar can be heard for up to five miles away. So when you hear the roar, it generates fear and anxiety in you. And while I still had a job to do that I had never done before. So here was the lesson from the lion's cage then. Take on the challenge. Here I was, 19, 20 years old. I decided to accept the challenge and take the risk to fight rather than flight through the challenge because I was hired to do a job. 
I had to pay attention while doing the job. Delilah taught me that despite fear, anxiety, self-doubt, and the lion's roar, that there was a job that had to be done and it had to be done well. So the key takeaways for that from those lessons now are, as you pursue roles, projects, jobs you want, you will have challenges. You'll hear the roar of people that want to intimidate you and tell you to move out of their territory. However, you must not be afraid to be afraid. So I took on the challenge and after the challenge and the risk associated with it. Here was the second lesson. When the animal handler took Delilah outside of her cage, my job was to go inside Delilah's cage and to clean it. In my working environment, I found that Delilah had crapped in her cage. The piles were huge. The floor of the cage was wet and it was certainly stinky. So my lesson in the lion's cage then was it actually takes courage, uh, which is the mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, and difficulty. I found that in every role and experience, I would find crap that had to I learned to be dealt with and to figure out still how to get the job done. I had to get geared up, wear overalls, rubber boots, get my hands dirty, and toughen up. So Delilah taught me that I had to have courage and be equipped to get the job done. So my takeaway lessons today, though, are that I had gained courage from so many experiences on my journey. And it was not always easy or better roses. These experiences, though, helped me in solving problems, doing hard tasks, and getting my ideas heard. You know, developing new drug treatments for medical illnesses is not for the fainted heart. We are in the business of making medicine, not bubble gum. You run into technical problems, regulatory challenges with the FDA, scientific changes, as well as the ability to actually negotiate what is going to be the ideal path to bring a drug to market after it's been reviewed and approved by the FDA. I learned that I was, with increasing challenges, courage is required to make difficult decisions, considering those that impact people, your team, company performance, as well as your personal risk. I had to be equipped as I am today with courage for the role that I have. You know, one of the, the favorite movies, I'm sure you might recognize this uh, uh, from the movie uh, Wizard of Oz. You remember that scene where the lion is in the courtyard and he has something to say about courage. And I just love it. I don't know if it fits or not, but I just want to include it. So the lion said, what makes a king out of a slave? Courage. What makes the flag on the mast to wave? Courage. What makes the elephant charge his tusks in the misty mist or the dusky dusk? Courage. What makes the muskrat guard his musk? Courage. What makes the sphinx the seventh wonder? Courage. What makes the dawn come up like Fonda? Courage. And what makes the hot and tot so hot? What puts the ape in apricot? Which have I they got that I ain't got? Courage. 
So again, that's one of the key lessons that I always like to share. You must have courage in your career and in your journey. Here was the third lesson. For me to do the job of cleaning Delilah's cage, I really had to watch others do the job as well. I had to read the procedures and had to get trained. But yet I was encouraged by the animal handlers that were around and were actually trained to manage directly the lions. They gave me guidance, direction, and tips. And after work, I would go home and tell myself, this is something I may not be suited to do. But the fact that they said, we'll see you next time, meant that they were expecting me as well as they had belief that I could do it. So in time, I got the hang of it and because of my hard work and those who supported me. So my lesson in the lion's cage then was it takes confidence which is a feeling or belief that you can do something well and succeed at something. Delilah taught me though, and through these experiences that I could do something extraordinary and not expected, certainly from a young woman who hailed from Fort Worth, Texas. What are the key takeaway lessons now though? That supporters around you can make all the difference in building your confidence. I am so grateful and so fortunate to have people around me who built me up, told me the truth when I didn't want to hear it, pointed me to resources, who found me trustworthy when I had new, different, difficult, or challenging opportunities in front of me. I had the support of my husband, my family, as well as my community. I can't even help but think about even in 2020 and 2021, when my fantastic team that I had the privilege of leading, we had to all go through COVID-19 pandemic, quarantine changes. How were we gonna sustain the manufacturing of our products that needed to still stay on the market, yet still continue to gain FDA approvals? It was my role to instill confidence that we could meet every milestone despite uncertainty. You know, we acted like a pride of, of lions by our communications, creativity, focusing on the work at hand, being flexible as we worked remotely and being concerned for everyone's well-being. We met every two weeks just to check in, not on the business, but on each other. Our confidence grew as our trust grew and that we could count on each other in these times of uncertainty. Our productivity did not drop. As a matter of fact, we actually exceeded productivity over the same time period. So when I think about these three things, challenge, courage, and confidence, you know, what is really the call to action here? I believe that the call to action is to encourage people around you, be it even your professional settings, personal settings, community settings, social settings especially in those groups where there are underrepresentation of various populations and are women. We have an option to build leaders and we give them experiences, exposures, as well as so that they can become empathetic leaders. So that's my call out for today is that these were the lessons in the lion's cage that I received. I want to thank you for this opportunity to share these points, and I look forward to hearing from you at a later time.